0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Strewn Path podcast, your channel for heart-centered, intuitive living and total mind, body and spirit wellness. In today's episode, we will talk about the High Priestess, the archetype I, myself, and many of my colleagues in the world of tarot and divination identify with to a great extent. Without her intuitive faculties, we would simply not be able to do our job, tap the the collective unconscious and interpret the signs and symbols. Though I was born with the gifts of the High Priestess as a natural seer and empath, there have been many times in my life when the thorny part of the High Priestess was expressed through me, more so than her positive traits. This invariably happened when I didn't allow for enough stillness, silence, contemplation and communion with nature in my life. Instead, I foolishly often insisted on having it my way, and I didn't accept the natural ebb and flow of cosmic energy. When we are in fear mode, operating from a desire to accumulate for personal gain, we shut ourselves down. The same thing happens when we reside in poverty consciousness and feel ourselves to be victims of the success of others instead of celebrating with them. Jealousy is definitely part of the shadow expression of the High Priestess, as is gossip and emotional manipulation. For me to be able to more permanently align myself with a positive expression of the High Priestess, I had to set off on an epic journey of transformation, and I had to start by ridding myself of the need to worry about other people's opinions about me. The High Priestess is the archetype of the Virgin, To be a virgin in the metaphysical sense is not about not having had sexual intercourse. It's about being self-sufficient and self-contained so that one can remain intact as a channel for the divine. It's normal to worry about how people will perceive us, especially when we change a lot. For the longest time I told myself I was immune to it. But the truth, of course, is that I'm not immune to how people perceive me at all. If I get a negative reaction when I present something I um, care a great deal about, I feel stressed and my mind can obsess for hours, sometimes even days, over it. The stress is not proportionate to the event and part of the reason for that is that the remnants of CPTSD that I'm still healing from. Yet I'm ready, oh so ready, to write a different script for myself One where people's opinions about me or what I'm doing are nothing more than opinions and not a trigger for irrational stress. Since the start of this year, I have been through some very big changes. Many of these changes I implemented in conscious awareness on the day after my 49th birthday, which coincides with a Pluto-Saturn transit across my inner planets as well as my Chiron return. It started as a weight loss journey, which was also about total mind-body-spirit wellness. Along the way, I picked up a meditation technique that I really enjoy and that is helping me stay committed to caring for my body through proper nutrition. I also rededicated myself to my shamanic path and studies and started a new website, so that I can help others who wish for complete mind-body-spirit and spirit transformation as well. Last week I worked with snake medicine for transformation and shedding the past. This week I'm working with jaguar. I'm spending one week meditating with each of the four spirit animals of the Munaki medicine wheel. But sometimes when I journey other spirits make themselves known too. During snake week I connected with a new dragon guardian who now felt I was ready to start working together with him. This took me completely by surprise. I had journeyed to meet my spirit animal and all of a sudden this phenomenal creature appears. Sasariel. Don't be surprised if he makes an appearance in future podcasts. He has a lot to teach us about empowerment and dreaming the future into being. Sasariel refers to himself as a cosmic creator dragon and he is very easy for me to both hear and see in my mind's eye. So it's clear that the Key seer's rite combined with regular meditation has shifted something for me. Sasariel has given me an extensive reading list until Saturn goes direct again, a challenge I gladly accept, though I know that other things and projects will have to be put on the back burner in the meantime. When a dragon volunteers to teach you, you'd be a fool to turn it down. Last night, I journeyed to connect with the spirit of Jaguar and to seek guidance for my problem with caring about the opinions of others. Jaguar came right up to me and licked my face. We sat in silence silence together for a while. She acknowledged the second chakra healing I had already done on myself. Then she walked to the outer edge of my internal sacred space to where some projections were lingering and simply gobbled them up. She turned to me with a smile and said, I eat projections for breakfast. Jaguar, like the high priestess, corresponds with the element of water. Jaguar is the spirit animal to work with for resolving the kind of emotions that keep us frozen in fear. Jaguar teaches us to move beyond the fear of death and the illusion that we have enemies. I feel Jaguar with me this morning, along with Snake and Sasariel, as I continue to move forward from past patterns, projections, people and politics that no longer serve my purpose here on Earth. I understand and accept that people who knew me ten years ago will not understand that I am a different creature entirely today. That is not my problem. All I need to concern myself with is stepping into my future self so that I can serve the divine more effectively for the highest good. As part of this service, I wish to begin passing the monarchy rites on, sometime after Saturn goes direct again in September. Though the rites were passed on to me with permission to pass on to others in turn, I thought I would ask for a sign from the Laika, the lineage holders. I did this during my morning meditation the other day, I then walked downstairs and accidentally knocked over the frame with my grandmother's picture. Behind it was nestled an image of the elder from the pagan tarot. It's only the spitting image of Alberto Violdo, something I did not pick up on when I received this card as part of a three-card oracle that came with my UK tarot conference goodie bag last year. I will take that as the sign I asked for. I'm totally in love with my life right now, and how it's unfolding. Yes, a lot of it is in a state of flux, but internally I'm starting to feel strong. I have established trust with myself by taking excellent care of my mind-body-spirit wellness, and the inner realms are starting to open up once more in a way they haven't since I was in my early thirties. I feel more connected to Earth or Pachamama than ever, and I have no fear of breaking with dogma of any kind, trusting fully in my own inner guidance and connection with both great spirit and the spirits who wish to work with me for the highest good. On some level, I have always known that my 50s were going to be the best time in my life, but I didn't know why. In my 30s, I thought that it would depend on finding the right man, In my 40s, I thought it might be down to having career success. Now I know that all that matters is my personality self being right with the real me, my higher self. And then everything else falls into place. For a long time, most of my life in fact, I was pushing to achieve things and to manifest my desires. Now I am learning the lesson of the high priestess. That... All that is important comes in quietness and waiting. When we listen, Spirit speaks. And when Spirit speaks in a way that inspires action on our part, our way of moving in the world becomes the beauty way. One way to align ourselves with the energy of the High Priestess is to attune ourselves to the energy of Luna, the Moon, which is the planetary correspondence for the High Priestess. You can keep a moon journal and simply observe how the moon is affecting your emotions, as well as what is happening around you. During which phase do you feel most energetic? For me, it's usually a couple of days after the new moon. For some people I know, it's during the full moon. Finally, let's end this podcast with the wisdom of Lao Tzu, who was no doubt channeling his inner high priestess. Be still. Stillness reveals the secrets of eternity. Blessed be.